0: With another episode of You Better Than Me. We are joined again in the place to be by our good Dr. Parrish, who is going to be coming in to snatch our wigs again and get us ready for this good old holiday season. How are you ladies doing?
1: I'm doing good.
2: Blessed and highly favored. That's
0: what they say. Blessed and highly, highly favored.
2: Highly. I'm like Miss Sealy, girl. I'm here.
0: (laughs) So I guess that means um, it's safe for me to assume that the year has been yearing and that this daylight savings time is kicking your tail also. Is that what I'm getting?
2: On Nicole, I actually really love daylight savings time. She doesn't bother me, but I mean, the year has been yearing for
0: sure. The year has been yearing. I feel like it's been 18 million years since we had our season finale for season three. Baby, we've been, the year been, She not been playing no games with us. I feel like. Oh, no, you're right.
1: I feel like I forgot I was a um podcaster. Like, I didn't even know it. Like, today broke <laughs> around. Honestly, I didn't know it. My grandma didn't know it either. I'm like, grandma, I gotta go. I gotta record. She's like, a podcast? You never told me you did a podcast? I'm like, grandma. She's Aww. like, oh, what? Well, I- I forgot she was doing that. She told me to you, do,
0: you, do my best. So. <laughs> you leave my aunt out of this. That's that's you for uh. But it's, but it's been uh, so long that I forgot. So I'm happy to be
1: here.
0: Okay, you've been caught up in that rapture. We'll get into that year end wrapped up, wrap up, and see what's all been going on. Like y'all, it is literally about to be twenty freaking twenty four. How? How
2: sweet?
1: How play? Because January moved so slow like molasses and we were just like, oh my gosh, it's still January and now look at it. We're at the end that of the year. year. The,
0: but the year has been gearing. I personally cannot believe that your girl has almost been somebody white for a whole year.
2: A whole year. Ba, 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 ba.
0: Right. I feel like this year has developed so quickly. Like, I feel like I need to flip the script and go back to our beginning of the year goals and see how things happened or what didn't happen or what did happen. Because I feel like your girl ain't even the same person as she was at the beginning of, of 2023. And I know my co-host ain't, but I ain't going to just start dragging her this early. We're going to lead up to it. We're going to lead is, up to it. What the
1: song say, who's that girl?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? yes but nah it's it's just been good I feel like if you still on this side to hear and listen and to just still be rocking with us then you blessed like truly truly blessed and highly favored like you said life has been life in and this year has been year and I feel like the news has been going crazy with stuff going on everywhere I look is somebody toil double double toil and trouble it's been so much sadness, so much grief. And it's like, dang, all of this just to get to this point where we are right at the holidays. Like, this, I feel like this is probably the most crucial part of the year. Like, you got to just make it to January, as the old people say. Let me just make it to January. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that. Maybe that's my old folks. Well, y'all country too. Y'all got some southern. Roots. <laughs> of did, did, did y'all's of elders say that also? Just make it to January.
2: My grandma said, just keep getting up.
0: Laying down and getting up. Okay, that's that's synonymous. So I'll, I'll take that. Mm-hmm.
1: So not
2: necessarily make it a January,
1: but I do know, like at the end of the year, December thirty first, like my whole family, we would do um this big like chain call, like call everybody and be like, "I made it! I made it!" So, yeah. I love that.
2: <laughs> that's sweet. I know. Yeah. That's
0: I like that. Maybe we need to do that. Do us a little call
2: yeah. or something. you gonna be but... sleep girl. Stop it. Call me in the morning. You, you gonna be asleep, Fella? Because I yeah. Well, See oh, another thing. The, um, Yes, stop playing. With We
1: love like, love. Thing. did is like, make sure you have money in your hand at 12 a.m. So like, yeah. as soon as the new year come in, make sure you have some cash in your hand. And then we start calling on our family. Like, I
0: made it. And my mama always used to say that whoever you with that that first day or whoever come to visit, that's who you're going to be spending your whole year with. So make sure you that's don't wake up with nobody. You don't want to be with because hmm And honestly, for me, I used to go out on New Year's Eve, but I feel like I stopped doing that because I felt like it wasn't necessarily setting me up for like the type of year that I wanted to have. Waking up and like having a hangover, being tired from being up all night. Like I, I got out of that probably like 2017. Yeah, your girl is a grandma, whatever. But I rather wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed than be. Sounding all crazy, stomach hurting and whatnot, because I don't want that to be the tone of my new year. Mm-hmm. See, I'm
1: not against going out. My thing is, and my thing with everything is just knowing your limits. So last year, me and my friends and my cousins, uh, we brought the new year in together. It was totally random. It was a free event. They gave us like free alcohol and we didn't overdo it. And we were able to get up the next morning and go have brunch and just feel renewed. So I think it just depends on how you know how you want to set yourself up. I don't know how this year will be for me going into the new year, but I'm not trying to have no wild times for real.
0: Yeah, no. I feel like at this big age, I've outgrown the wild times. And if I'm going to get wild, it's going to have to be before about 10, 35, 11, 12, <laughs> so I could be in the house. You really act like either that.
2: or. It just depends on how the mood moves me. I might want to put on a kitten heel and two step, and I might want to be <laughs> yeah. waddled up on the couch watching forensic files. It really just depends.
0: Nothing meow. Ooh,
1: this is eerie, Forensic files. I uh-uh, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: baby. Oh, for me No, I'm with it. I would love I a good know. girl party.
1: Yeah. Like a good house party. One year I did, well, my first year when I purchased my home, I did a um a slumber party and everybody just stayed in my house. And that was so much fun because everybody could drink as much as they wanted
0: to and they we all just went to bed. That's actually pretty cool, also. I would yeah. rather that than just being on the street. I'd just be too paranoid. It'd just be too much going on. It's beginning to be pretty in the city. Yeah. But you know, I don't even wanna dive into that because I'm still, I guess figuring things out cause shit I got an anniversary coming up too like I'm still trying to transition and trying not to find myself getting too stressed out because I feel like after the birthday it's like Thanksgiving then it's just like full speed ahead and I kind of mm-hmm. wanted us to not only just kind of talk about how good this year has been ups downs all around everything that's went down but while we have our good old doc <laughs> this uh on the line. I kind of wanted us to maybe have some conversation today that would kind of help the people, let the people know that, you know, however your year started is not necessarily how it got the end and, you know, give people some hope because a lot of people get that anxiety when the, when the clock gets ready to strike midnight, a lot of people set themselves up for failure or set expectations too high and just do all these things that we don't necessarily want to do. So, I kind of wanted to talk about that while we have our our, our licensed therapist on the line with us.
2: Thank you, love bud. I think, you know, a lot of times in those situations, we're putting undue pressure on ourselves, right? Because at the end of the day, who was your accountability partner in that process? And are they pressing you that hard? Um, I think sometimes we get caught up in, the mix of social media it is no slight to any content creators or anything like that that's not what this is but what I like to remind people is that remember everything you see on social media is the final edit Mm -hmm. so even if you're looking at someone a lay person like me who's just been a selfie in their office or somebody who is an actual content creator and this is what they do you're always getting a final edit so I'm not going to give you the selfie with, oh, my hair was sticking up in the bag, My bobby pin was showing. Let me push my wig back or whatever. I'm going to give you what I consider to be the best. And so I think sometimes we are creating these narratives because we're inundating ourselves all day with these images of everybody's best. And very rare does our algorithm allow us to see people in their struggle. Mm -hmm. So you're forgetting that you are seeing the cute couple pictures, you're seeing the first day of school pictures, you're seeing people closing on their house, but you're not seeing maybe they foreclosed on their last house, Mm -hmm. or maybe we slept in guest rooms last night or something Mm -hmm. like that, because we're always seeing the good. And even when you think about it too, when we are seeing the quote unquote bad, we're selective in what we share. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I also think that when you get into that point, especially with social media, um, you know, maybe you don't feel like it up front, but a little bit, you're comparing yourself as well, you know, Mm -hmm. because you think that people have it all figured out and no one has it all figured out, like Mm -hmm. nobody. Every day is a work in progress for all of us.
2: And even if you do have it figured out, sometimes there's a detour in your plan. And you might have to start over or back it up like a U-Haul truck and try it again. So I think uh, the biggest thing that I would encourage people is they're thinking like, oh, damn, it's about to be New Year's Eve again. And I said I was going to do this, 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 and this. Okay. Because when you look at, you know, let's use corporate speak for a minute. When they do strategic plans, it's not something that's going to be accomplished in 11 months a lot of times. For a big overhaul mm-hmm. or project, it's like this is our three-year plan. This is our five-year plan. This is what we're planning to do for the next seven years. But we put so much pressure on ourselves to make, in some cases, drastic changes within eleven months. Yeah. And no oversight, no accountability. Um, just like I'm gonna lose the weight. I'm gonna do my devotional. I'm gonna make sure I, you know, join the alumni group this year. And all of those are great things and go towards the better bit of self, absolutely, but those things also take time. And you're sure. one person with a whole laundry list of things to do. And it's okay if you didn't get to all of them. Remember
0: I like I you to tell me this, this morning. Huh? I, say, I feel like I needed you to tell me this this morning when I was about to climb up under my desk and rock and hum.
2: I mean, you can call me after the rock and hum. It's fine. <laughs> Always. That's so why I have to remind myself, too. Like, perfection is a fallacy. She does not exist.
0: Mm-hmm. While we have you on here, I feel like you're about to start your wig snatch that you love to do when you're on the show with us, but... I do have a question why do you think that we have kind of got stuck in this cycle of wanting stuff to be perfect and I, I don't know that's kind of off the topic we are supposed to be ho-ho-hoing and, and jingling our bills and whatnot but I feel like right now everybody's sending uh y'all who gonna be in the pajamas with you who gonna do this y'all got y'all pajamas like it's still <laughs> so much like emphasis on setting up the perfect moment the perfect photo the perfect event the perfect tree like all this comparison all this perfection like do you know where this started when it started why it started and why it's still continuing
2: i think it's the gift and the curse of access So, you know, we're all old old enough to remember when your access was a little bit more limited, landlines, stuff coming in the mail, you know, even with the way we consume media, you had to wait every week to watch your new show. You didn't binge it all in one night. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have access to so many things, to so many people, to so many visuals in ways that we haven't before. So it seems like there's this constant pressure to always be on. Mm -hmm. There's no reset. There's no respite because we are constantly inundated all the time. I don't care how you get your media. If someone's like, oh, I don't do social media, I don't do the Facebook and all that other stuff, that's fine. CNN still runs 24-7, right? Yeah. Like, there's still a way for you to consume whatever it is that you want to consume very consistently and quite frequently. And so we don't give ourselves a rest from those images. And so then, inadvertently we begin to adopt those methods because you are seeing the people who are like, Oh, don't forget the old Navy pajamas are on sale, 50% off so <laughs> pajama sets and yeah. all this other stuff. So then that, that cycle starts. And when are you giving yourself a break from it? When are you remembering to go back to your true self, to your true values, to your, traditions that you may or may not share with the world all the time and so I think when you're getting you know your influence from images that are consistently messaging you that your life isn't complete unless you have those things you begin to adopt that as your mantra as well Mm.
0: what I'm getting is unplug a little bit is it is it i to mean, think
2: you can definitely unplug and just remember you know and i think it's about curating moments instead of trying to post the memory mm. because <laughs> you know when uh you go to concerts now sometimes they'll be like put the phones up and be in the moment Yeah, Like enjoy this moment. So when somebody went to go see Maze and Frankie Beverly for the first time at Essence Festival, your Kodak 35 millimeter camera wasn't going to get a picture, right? From where you were in the dome. But you can just remember the moment, the energy, the seeing everybody in all white, the energy that was curated in this space of beautiful blackness and joy and all that other stuff, right? And that memory lives on, for a long time because yeah. you were there in the moment versus now we're so hyper-focused on creating the post of the memory.
1: Mm. That's a good point. I know Um yeah. I've been on a few vacations this year, but one thing, when I look back through my camera, I'm like, man, I don't have a lot of like pictures. And I, I said to myself and I said to, my friend that I went on vacation with I was like you know what I was really just trying to be in the moment and like mm-hmm. feel the feelings and just yeah. remember what this feels like because one thing I've been telling myself is you know nothing nothing really is forever so that moment mm-hmm. you want to hold on to those memories and I just think about you know conversations conversations that I've had with my dad where he's like you know have all the funds you can while you can because once you get old and you're not going to be able to do anything you're gonna have to relive those memories to keep you going on, and so Mm -hmm. i really just wanted to be in the moment a lot of the times when i was other places or having fun or feeling loved or whatever
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. because i think about it too like ask yourself it was last time you went and scrolled through your all your instagram posts
0: hardly ever
2: you don't you know, <laughs> Facebook is good to remind you of like the asinine stuff you were saying 14 years ago, but we yeah. weren't even posting a lot of pictures at that time. So you're just getting a lot of cringy, like, oh, mm-hmm. I was watching Moesha or whatever you were doing. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to unplug and to be in those moments and laugh until your size hurt or... Whatever it is, because the post will be there. Yeah. Your people aren't always going to be there.
0: That is true. That is very true. No, I, I love that you said that. A lot of times I feel like it's hard for us to just be lost in the sauce and just caught up in the moment. And I'm like, as we're having this conversation, I'm really just sitting here trying to reflect and think back on this year, just this calendar year, 2023, what moments uh, did I maybe take for granted while I'm trying to snap a picture versus just basking in the moment and just being present. And I'm really, I'm really like, dang. Should, did I really need a picture of what I ate that day or should I been trying to savor the flavor with my husband or did I really need to take 15 pictures of us walking down here or should I been focused on the company that I'm with, taking in the sounds, the sights, the smells. I don't want to ever negate the memories that I'm making or the moments with trying to capture them. Like I do want to be able to to savor stuff and like reflect on it and be able to just sit up and like, use all my senses to experience the moments or whatever that I'm doing so I I really think I'm going to challenge myself to kind of unplug a little bit especially during the holiday season so that I'm making those lasting memories and, and using my eyes my sight my my scent my touch my taste all these things to to just capture the core memories
2: I think that's important too because, I, to your point, in using your senses, it's making you experience these moments in different ways. And so then you don't have the picture, yeah, but then you walk by, you smell pecan mm-hmm. pie, and then you're thinking about being at your auntie house, or you know, you see kids. I, I always smile when I see kids outside playing. I don't yeah. care where I am. It just it brings me back to a place of like that's that was my social hour. That's what we did. You got everything done so you could go outside and play kickball and ride bikes and all that other stuff. And so I it, that always takes me back to just those simplistic times and the good childhood memories that I was able to experience. So I love seeing that. I love seeing kids in free play or even when I see like older teenagers just like walking around the neighborhood because that's what we yeah. did when we got older. We couldn't really go anywhere. I think everybody was at that weird trying to get a learner's permit stage. So then we would just walk around the neighborhood and talk. Yeah. So I think it is important to utilize something more than our smartphones and go about it at a different approach to create those memories and those those lasting moments
0: that's real and I just recalled what my my highlight or one of my favorite moments was just that I didn't spend the whole time taking pictures and that would be I know y'all probably heard us talking about jam the review and all these things <laughs> when my husband and I went to DC we stayed with Kristen and like, what stands out the most on that trip, it wasn't the food, or it wasn't even, like, the singing. The moment that probably stands out the most to me was one, when we were just sitting in Kristen's living room, and shout out to Kennedy, Kristen's cousin was there, and we just were talking and shooting the shit, and it was just, like, organic and just fun. Like, it just felt good. Like, I can really think back and, and see how I felt. Like, I could feel cadence, the puppy's hair <laughs> under my <laughs> fingers. I can see the smiles. I could see how all of us were just comfortable and, like, just in the moment, and my other favorite one was probably when we were also in D.C., and we were at Dr. Jones' house. Shout out to Dr. Jones, and we were just talking shit, and I have so many just sitting around talking shit moments with people that we weren't snapping photos or doing anything, that those are, like, the the most cherished memories that, that pop out in my head when I think about 2023
1: that's so sweet I'm happy that I'm part of part of your favorite 23 2023 memory that's very sweet but I, I do feel like it's really you know those organic moments that you know mean the most you know right
2: Oh, absolutely true. and i don't want anybody to think like i'm bashing social media and i'm saying we need to like go back to the days of being like pen pals because did y'all know stamps were 66 cents now but that's another story but 66, 66 cents but
1: you anyway, know I, was... I didn't know that and i actually collect stamps so i just buy them whatever they say whenever they tell me the price i'd be like what but then i, just I thought there was
0: 55 still but anyways i don't know mm-hmm. the inflation is no. inflation Right. But
2: I think, too, it's, it's just, I think it's a it's a space for both. And I, I get it because I think that, again, goes back to the access. And so that's the beauty of it. I think one of, to your point, Fallon's one of my favorite memories was um, this year I went back home for our high school's 50th anniversary. So it's their golden anniversary. We went for Homecoming Weekend. And it was just like so good to see so many of my classmates in person. And I've been spending these years double-clicking their pictures because mm-hmm. when was the last time that we had all been together in the same space? So I think that was like so good to just like see people and love on people and like be like, oh, it's like really good to see you, touch you, be in your presence as opposed to like looking at your life through my phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think that was, for me,
1: yeah. I'm sorry for me, my mom. Oh no, was I'm just awful. reflecting, girl. Lauren going back home. So I had a chance to go home for a homecoming and I made it an extended trip to also celebrate my grandma's birthday. Um, Yay, grandma. it was. Yeah, it was a good feeling, but it was so many feelings at one time. So, of course, there were parts that were nostalgic, like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is the lady that I grew up with that, you know, used to change my diapers. And here I am, a 40-plus-year-old woman. And so, like, sometimes I would just go lay in the bed with her and just talk to mm-hmm. her. And, you know, it was just so, it was so emotional. But it was one of my mm-hmm. favorite things because I know that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't get to experience. And I was able to experience that. A lot of people can't say, Oh, I lay in the bed with my 85 year old grandma. We just, girl. Mm, now, I just special to me because too. I use social media, like I would record her sometimes because I think for certain instances, it's um, very important for me to have different memories. Mm-hmm. You know? like, she's yeah. not going to be here forever. I'm not going to be here forever. But one of my social media friends, shout out to Alicia, um, she was like, Kristen, you know she she said something to my grandma and I was like, grandma, oh, Alicia said this to you. So then I did a voice message back to her and it was just so sweet. It was, it was so sweet. I think it made us both emotional because I didn't know, but she had recently lost her grandmother. And so my grandma mm-hmm. was just giving
2: her some mm-hmm.
1: words. So that was pretty much my highlight of 2024. 2023. Ooh, I didn't jump to the future.
0: Right. <laughs> no, I feel that. And I'm, and I'm so glad that you took that trip. Like I was like, we was watching videos, like I didn't see so many videos of your grandma that I feel like I know her. So if I see someone I'd be like, hey, 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 what's wrong with Ann? Oh right. voice them If so I I was sending me
1: messages, on. like
0: she okay? <laughs> right. Now because I'm gonna keep it because uh, a grandma is something to be treasured, and Lord knows. I wish Absolutely. I had mine here. So we got to protect that that precious resource in Miss Ann that we have. So I'm glad you got that trip. And I'm I'm glad that. You know I've got a chance this year to just like really love on people and like see people for who they are and just cherishing those moments like even if it seems like it's something that's not important or maybe when you're doing it, it may not seem as important as doing other things could be, but that's something you're gonna have for the next thirty forty years within you, like yeah. I'm going to remember just special moments like that like we watching each other grow older, we watching each other get married, we watching each other have kids, like, these relationships that we have built, like, 30s, 40s, like, you can see the progression in some of this stuff I do, like, I I don't want some of our inside jokes to ever die, like, I don't want memories to disappear, like, we got to really hold on to stuff like that and continue to kind of shift the focus from like the the stunttastic trips or the do what you need to do to be seen get some likes to really doing something that's like you said organic or like something that's going to bring peace to you when you need a moment to yourself to like reflect on a good good memory or like something that somebody said or something that you did or just the feeling of laying in your grandma's bed I damn near would pay money to get that feeling you'd have made me all emotional because I'm like dang just to lay up in that girl bed like oh I would pay money to give that
1: yep it's been it's been a year It was definitely a memory and it's something I'm also you know grateful for so I mean, I know like you were speaking, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful, you know, to be able to have these um, conversations with my friends, to be able to be introduced to new people such as Lauren, that, you know, we may share some of the same mindsets. And even if we don't, we're still able to have a conversation and still, you know, be on one accord. Like, I feel and like the older I get, you and learn from each other. The older I get, you really realize that that's really what life is about, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. For real connections communication and and just meaningful moments i feel like i'm i want to be a collector of meaningful moments not things not items not tokens not nothing tangible i want to be a collector of memorable moments so that's how i feel like i'm going to move forward to this new year um eat with ease and, and collecting these memories and moments and and while we over here y'all got me over here getting all emotional and whatnot let me go ahead and kick us off to a break so we can play the church's money while we talk my grandmas and whatnot pretend like you know your grandma gave you a dollar to put in the collection tray and we gonna mm-hmm. get some of these bills paid re- real quick so we'll be right back
1: Are you ready to take your streaming broadcasts,
2: website, or social media visuals up a notch? Pyromedia Productions is here with the perfect solution. From dynamics, design, and professional headshot shoots to family photo ops, they've got all you need for stunning content creation. Check out pyromediaproductions.com today and add that creative flair. Media Productions, setting brands ablaze since 2017. <laughs>
1: guys, we are back from the break. I know we've just been chatting a little bit about our favorite parts of the year and things like that, but have you guys uh, learned any, well, I'm sure you've learned some lessons this year. Have you learned any lessons regarding like letting go or maybe starting over? I know for myself, I definitely have. Um, Not so much so in the letting go portion, but, you know, basically starting over. And I think for myself, um, this year has been a realization that um, happiness is available to me.
2: Mm. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, and, that's, and that can be looked at in so many different ways. Again, like I value my friendships and I know that times get hard, but I really, really adore friendships that you can just slide into the moments with. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the hard stuff I can't do it no more I think I'm just over oh the God. hard friendships every time you turn around somebody got an issue somebody got a problem why you look like this why you? So I can't do it no more sure. I just need my friendships to be I need a smooth road. I just do because at this big age if we're doing the work on ourselves you shouldn't have all these issues with other people I think you probably need to go
2: mm-hmm.
1: to the chair or to the or to the couch so for me I'm just happy that happiness was available to me and I see it. And when I said, feel the feelings, like I try to bask in those moments of happiness, you know, because again, things change so quickly, but at the same time, I can hold on to that. If things were to change and just say, if it, if it happened to me before, I know it can happen again.
0: Hmm. Yes, Lord. I feel like I used to think that happiness was not something that I deserved and now just reflecting on the growth and everything to be able to like say hey I'm happy like good things are happening it is it's still kind of I won't say new to me I feel like that was a lesson from last year for me accepting that happiness is my birthright that I'm deserving of happiness but to be able to sit here now and, and just acknowledge that yeah it is some good shit going on and to hear you Say that, Kristen, it makes me feel happy because I know a lot of times people get in these seasons or they think that life is never going to change or something is not going to come and sweep them off their feet and change up the trajectory of their lives. And I I really want the people to know that just because it might not seem like it today or tomorrow, two, two days from now or two weeks from now, your happy could fall right into your lap and it ain't even got to necessarily be no man or nothing like that. But it's it's your piece of happy.
2: Mm-hmm. Your
0: little your little piece of the happiness pie is is out there, and you are deserving of it, even if it seems like it may have been delayed. Or you like, dang, I'm going through another holidays, and I'm still right not here. No matching pajamas. We got no, matching pajamas. no
2: matching pajamas. <laughs> no matching
0: I couldn't even get a pair to match with my dog this year. I ain't oh, even good. try. Pepper hate clothes. I ain't even going to put him through it. Now I might slide some boxes or something on my husband in a shirt. But we going to leave the dog out of it. But no, I just, I, I've been in the place where I, I've been down and like depressed. Like, oh dang, it's another holiday. I'm right here stuck. And to just be able to go into it with ease, like mm-hmm. accepting of the blessings or whatever that you have, like that feels good and that is a major lesson that I probably took from the past 20 years mm-hmm. behind this year mm-hmm. and like accepted that damn okay I deserve it too it, it, it's real this this is not no facade no rug gonna get ripped and let me knock on wood because I'm superstitious but it we all deserve some happy like happy moments mm-hmm. are gonna come happy days are gonna be here happy months happy years all of that is gonna Come to you. It may not look like how you're expecting it to look. It might not even feel like it. It's probably gonna come when you're not expecting it, but you will get your little piece of happy. And and I hope everybody uh deletes those pajama pictures and don't let them get get them down in their feelings if they don't have they flannels and they stripes or whatnot on. on and Christmas
2: you know Eve. it's Texas, so it's probably not even gonna be cold enough for me to be in flannel. We might need to be in. <laughs> Because who knows with this weather, what it's going to be like. I think while you're focusing on your happiness, I, I think mine, I would say, is focusing on curating spaces with me in mind. Mm. And so whatever that is, whether it's in my office, whether it's in my home, whether it's... um my skincare routine is really about and not only curating with me and mine, but curating with my peace in mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that can look like so many different things in so many different places and spaces. And I'm worth that flip every time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I think like sometimes when we think about peace of mind or your practice of mouth, mindfulness or gratitude, it has to look a single way every single time and I strongly disagree with that because what makes you happy today might not make you happy tomorrow and it doesn't make you ungrateful it doesn't make you you know unappreciative but it's recognizing that as a human being I deserve to operate in my complexities Mm -hmm. I don't have to live this monotone or monotonous life because I don't want to say you know I you know, I despise the too much moniker because you don't want to be too much. Be too much. Mm-hmm. Why can't you be, be too, much. too much? Take your stance. I think yep. too much is to me, too much is synonymous with you speak so well. Ugh. Or not to be rude, but because you about to be rude as hell. So I'm like, all right, who are you too much for in that regard? Because I feel like, you know, to Kristen's point about friendships that don't take this heavy lifting effort. Your real friends are going to celebrate you.
0: Oof.
2: Your real mm-hmm. friends are going to be happy for you whether you went to Branson or the Bahamas. Girl, you mm-hmm. took off. I'm proud of you. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. right? Yeah. So I think like when you start operating in that I have a point to prove, I have to check myself and ask myself who are you trying to prove this point to at this point? Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was me. I'm trying to Ooh. prove a point to me. I'm trying to remind myself that I deserve, I belong. And th- and then I was like, well, why have you spent all this time convincing yourself that you don't?
0: Ooh, yeah, that um, you asked the question, but I still feel like I might be uh, in the midst of trying to figure that out, that answer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've made a lot of progress towards getting to that answer.
2: Mm. Because I think, like we, you know, we've come far. And oh, however, yeah. this we you want to you want to describe it. If we're talking about your immediate family, if you're talking about from a societal normative point, we've come far. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's without challenge. Without yeah. struggle, without disappointment, without confusion, without moments of self doubt, even though we've come so far, there's still those little lingering whisperings in the back of your mind that are like, But have we, girl? And hmm. that's why I'm very big on like, I have to curate this sense of peace regardless of where I am, because my most important client is always going to be me.
1: That's such a good point. I I know I was um, asking about a friend of mine that's a therapist, and I was just asking, you know, does he go to therapy or does she go to therapy? And, you know, because I know things can get heavy. And I know when you spoke about that piece, I know a big thing for me is just really not letting it interrupt, letting someone else interrupt that, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's very big for me. So that's why I said in regard to friendships, you know, flowing and being easy is because, life, it's just so many other things going on with life that these moments should not have to be so hard. Like watching your parents get older, you know, working a job mm-hmm. every day and you feel like you, you, you're you moving the dial, but you're not really moving the dial. Like mm-hmm. those are things that are like hard that we kind of don't have any control over. But the friends that we make and we try to be in relationship with, like I just feel like for me, those things should just flow. And if not nice. interrupting my piece, I just can't have it. I just really can't.
2: And that's not a bad thing about friendship because I think that for some people that creates a slippery slope like, oh, I'm not going to tell my friend that I have something going on because I don't want to be a burden. And so I even had that conversation with a close girlfriend of mine this week and she told me she had been going through some things and it was so easy for her to lie to me to say that she was okay because I don't see her every day. And so that was Mm -hmm. a facade that she was able to not only keep going in our friendship, but keep going with herself. And so she Mm -hmm. said everything she had to say. And I said, well, friend, it's okay that you're not okay.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Because I need you to know, like, I'm not about to give you some BS about pull up, pull your, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and figure it out and da 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 da. Like with everything that you have going on, it's literally okay that you're not okay. But also to that regard, I had to start practicing for me in the space of my friendships that I do recognize that I've I've curated friendships that allow me to show up as myself yes. when I have it together or when I don't have it together. However. I will make sure that I ask if my friends have the bandwidth and the capacity to talk to me about something that I'm dealing with. Because then, to Kristen's mm-hmm. point, like if you're still turning to your friends with high frequency because something's going on, yes, girl, at least use your EAP time or something. It's mm-hmm. just three free sessions on the quick. But it doesn't mean that you always have to show up so put together in this pretty little package with your friends But I would be remiss not to acknowledge that, hey, sometimes you got a lot of shit going, girl. Like, let's just call it what it is. Like, sometimes you have a lot that's going on and it's beyond the bandwidth that your friends have to love you through it. And that doesn't cheapen the friendship that Um, you need to tap into your mental health benefits.
0: Please
1: say You made a good point about showing up as yourself, because I feel like, you know, what your friend did, I'm not trying to bash your friend, but she didn't just lie to you by not telling the truth. She was lying to herself as well. And I think mm-hmm. that's a very slippery slope. And I've been in a situation like that as well. Um, I think for me, showing up as myself, like oh, Fallon, you said this and it made me feel this way or or it hurt my feelings because I feel like sometimes in friendships or some things that I've dealt with is that people hold on to stuff. And then when they Mm -hmm. bring it back around, you're just like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, we've just been cool going here, going there. And I have no clue. And to me, that is an interrupter for me because I could be over here in my my bubble of peace and then you come pop it with something that happened 12 years ago. But
2: you know what? I found that... To say that is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And everybody doesn't know how to operate in that sense of vulnerability to say, oh, that hurt and let me talk to you about it. And right. some people are easily able to pivot to, you hurt me and I'm going to suppress that. But when the opportunity comes, I'm going to hurt you because hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Ooh.
0: And this is so, episode
2: eight. <laughs> I think we forget that just as there's an art to conversation, there's an art to dealing with conflict too. I and agree. that I think is important for people to remember that in conversations, it's intent and it's interpretation. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, even though your intent mm-hmm. was not to hurt or not to slight, it's interpreted in that way. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's basic miscommunication. It's what happens, After that, that we can able to we're able to move our friendship forward.
1: Yeah it's funny that you say that because I know a lot of times when I do it, my friend, he may say something and I'll be like, Oh, but what I heard was this. And he's like, Well, no, I did not say that. This is what I said. You are hearing something differently. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Hmm. But but it helps me though, because a little part of me is being a little, you know, slick, but again, it really does help for him to explain exactly what it is that he's saying as opposed to what I'm hearing. Because usually they're both two different things.
2: And that, again, says a lot about the friendships that y'all have been able to sustain over time that you feel comfortable with saying that. Because like I was telling you about my friend earlier, I was so moved by the fact that even though she had to admit to herself first that she wasn't okay, to then Mm -hmm. tell me that she wasn't okay, I felt so proud of the sisterhood that we created for her to have that moment with me versus mm. like, you know, to continue to suffer in silence and you have no idea. So I everything happens on people's timeline because it could have been easy to be like, well, why did you say something before? Da, 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 da. Well, literally she just said, I had to recognize for myself first. Admitting it is the first step. So you can't, you know, necess- I can't begrudge her on that. But I think, you know, in some regards, some people do take friendships for granted because it's like, oh, I can talk to Kristen like that because that's my girl. And it's Ooh. like, yeah, that's your girl, but she's still a person with feelings, with emotions, with, you know, her own set of bandwidth. And so it's the yeah. right thing in the wrong time. And you've hurt the feelings, but you you take for granted that the friendship is going to sustain your slick mouth. That's problematic.
0: Girl, I mm, I feel like just that whole little bit of a soundbite, that's one of my my learned lessons and let goes, but that's too much of a story. Y'all going to have to tune in for uh, our next season to get into all that or go back and listen to some previous episodes from season three. But Lauren, before we run out of time, I do want to kind of ask you, and we talked about it a little bit. Um, Ways to avoid the seasonal depression, how to survive the holidays and kind of simultaneously deal with grief. And I know that's a big, heavy topic, but if you could just speak briefly on that. And then I kind of want to leave the people with some ways to ease into the new year. I think you said something about friendship and with ease and making decisions with ease. Like, how can we ease the people on into this 2024 Instead of letting them crawl across the finish line. And I know that's about 18 questions in one. I know, but... and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm
2: gonna I'm I'm give it to you. Okay. So, first, I would say with the grieving part um, grief isn't on a timeline. It's not. Um, Kristen, listening to you talk about climbing in the bed with your grandmother, I was right there along with Fallon thinking about, oh, what I wouldn't give Mm -hmm. to have that opportunity again, right? And my grandmother passed in 2008. And there'll still be moments where I can find myself weeping like I just found out the news yesterday. So Mm -hmm. don't think that you have to be on anybody else's timeline with your grieving process, whether it's been eight days, eight months or eight years. Your grief is just that, yours. Now, Mm -hmm. if it gets to the point where it's keeping you from doing your day-to-day, it's debilitating. You know, we're looking at depressive moments, then yes, we need to address that too. Um, I think the biggest thing is recognizing that everybody deserves to be heard. And there's so much catharsis in being heard and being able to speak your mind and speak your peace. So one way I would encourage our listeners to deal with those issues of depression and angst is find somewhere where you can have space to speak your peace if that's therapy, if that's pastoral counseling, if that's your mentor, whatever the situation warrants, know that you do not have to keep those emotions suppressed and bottled up inside. I call that the crock pot approach to burnout. You on low and slow simmering and getting tender. And it's going to take one thing mm-hmm. for you to just combust. So definitely take the time To take advantage of these spaces where you can show up as yourself. If that's ugly crying, if that's silent crying, if that's you need someone to just pull you in close and give you a hug and tell you it's gonna be okay. Take those spaces that you need in order for you to get better for yourself. Mm. What else did you tell me?
0: Tell us, tell us how to ease on into the new year. We all wanna crawl over the finish line.
2: I disagree crawl against when you if you go back and go on Instagram I know I just did a whole stop it on social media but go on ESPN and look at people cross the finish line for the New York Marathon whether they ran across it limped across it or crawled across it nothing stopped them from being deemed a finisher Mm -hmm. so if you have to crawl across the finish line so what you crossed it okay so everybody can't walk with their shoulders rolled back down their back and giving you their best Naomi Campbell walk. Some days you're going to have to cry, baby. And that's okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the imagery that you right. Just it's in.
2: important. Remember, your journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's. That's the thing. Your journey is this, that operative word, yours. When it's your time, your season, your reason, all those things will align and nothing will stop that. Even a bad invisible part, right? So crawl, walk, skip, hopscotch, cross it. At the yeah. end of the day, finish, right? Mm-hmm. All these people on this podcast, it's probably 87 degrees right now, right? And <laughs> yeah. we all know at one point, we had one semester where we said, what, C's get degrees. <laughs> and in some cases, if it was an elective, a D can get a degree too. So Child. whether you walk or crawl across that finish line, all I ask is that you finish. Did you give it your all? Did you give it your best? Did you live within your truth in those moments? Then mm-hmm. so much. Okay, Because I guarantee you, the people who have been cheering for you this whole time are going to be right there to pick you up.
0: Come on. Right. Uh, you, I knew you was going to snatch a wig before we were finished. You didn't <laughs> snatch snatch my little topic, tossed it down, told me that ease ain't, ain't that easy. So we're going to get what we're going to get. And I guess you better than me if you take the 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 idea that you have to strut across the finish line. I think you have kinda of lured me into your way of thinking and I and you're right, I just wanna finish.
2: You just I want to finish.
0: I think you're better than me if you if you can't realize
1: that Um, change can still happen before December 31st. So whatever it is Mm. that you're holding out for, that you're waiting on, that you want to have that piece of happiness, uh, you can definitely get it. December 31st, is right around the corner, but it's not here yet.
2: Mm. I think you better than me if you realize that your timeline is just that, yours. Mm -hmm. And it's flexible. So whether it's December 31st or March 3rd, did you finish it? Great. Let's go have drinks and celebrate
0: it. Clink, clink. Yes, clink, clink. I'm feeling it. I feel good and, and equipped to to make it across the finish line. I might have my, my headscarf on, might have on my duster, but I'm going to make it. And, and that that's going to be all counted all joy. I appreciate you for joining us, Lauren. And yes. can you take a moment to let the people know how they can reach you, where they can Follow you where they can see all of your wisdom where they can sign up to be a client
2: absolutely, so my uh private practice is Adela Counseling and Wellness. I am located in Houston, Texas, licensed in Texas. I can service you whether it's telehealth appointments or in person. I have two offices, one located in the Willowbrook area of Houston, and the other um in Midtown of Houston as well. So remember peace of mind is a luxury that we should all be able to afford. i uh-uh. I'm with it. And I
0: I feel like it's going to be some uh some new new discoveries coming in the new year. I feel like Kristen been talking around a lot of topics, so y'all going to have to come back uh and and see us on the other side to to get into the nitty-gritty of things. Let me be messy for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope that you all, the people, are taking heed to everything we've said. I hope that y'all have had uh, a safe and and joyous 2023, and even in the moments that weren't the greatest, know that good is still out there for you, and great is right over the horizon. The good Dr. Parrish dropped so many gems, and I feel like we as hosts of this show, have grown tremendously just from having these types of conversations. So please follow her. Please engage with her. Please support her business. She is doing the work to help women who look like us heal and do their thing and be able to drop bars and snatch wigs unapologetically like her. I feel good. And, yeah, that's all I got to, to give the people. I'm looking forward to... 2024 and you better than me and all up and through the new year what about you Kristen
1: yeah I am really happy that we have been doing this for as long as we've been doing it and again we appreciate you guys for listening um I'm, as we mentioned this year it's been tough but you've been right here rocking with us and that does not go unnoticed mm-hmm. um we cannot wait to come back next year and give it to you on a different level um but yeah thank you guys for rocking with us and we will see you next year
0: you better than me is a podcast on Pyromedia Network, produced by Pyromedia Productions. Pyromedia Network and Pyromedia Productions are subsidiaries of Pyromedia Enterprises. For more information, please visit www.pyromedianetwork.com.
2: Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next.